Hello listeners. Welcome to season 2 of the Masters Decoder podcast. I am Anis Merchant, the chief decoder. I want to thank you for the overwhelming response to season 1. Your feedback and encouragement led me to bring you season 2 of the Masters Decoder. The season will tap into how technology, artificial intelligence and other socio-economic factors have impacted my guest careers or passions. Hello listeners, I'm glad to share with you the fourth episode of our special series on Masters Decoded in partnership with Asian Digital Supermovers which we conduct every Sunday at 6 p.m. IST or 8:30 a.m. EST on Clubhouse. Our guest on today's podcast is Shubham Jaglan. He's an Indian amateur golfer who won the Junior World Golf Championship in 2015. Jaglan is also a world record holder. 9 under in Classic Junior Open 2012 and is recipient of the NDTV Emerging Player and Markdarshan Awards. Jaglan has won over 100 domestic and international tournaments. Today's session is focused on how to go against the wind and all odds. So without much further ado, let me get on with it. Okay, we'll give a couple of minutes. We'll get started. Thank you, Shubham. You're joining in. Where are you right now, Shubham? I'm currently in Delhi. Currently I just in Delhi. gave up a very interesting Netflix series. Okay. That's all I'm doing these days pretty much. Which, um, which one? I'm watching The Blacklist. Okay. Uh, yeah, it's, a, it's a, one of the great ones, which is there on yes, Netflix, definitely. for sure. Yes, yes. Okay. Great, great. And apart from, uh, did you go for a round of golf today in the morning for your practice or did you uh, play a game in the morning? Did you have a tea time today or was it a rest day? It was a rest day pretty much. I uh, had a physiotherapy session in the morning, uh, had a little workout and then I'm just resting today. That is interesting. It's great to uh, get in a rest because uh, your body needs one. definitely definitely uh, especially when you're practicing every day the weather's really bad these days it gets very hot so definitely need the rest no uh, you know and we'll talk about the golf and my own experience uh, you know this was few years ago 3 years ago when i was playing uh, we had a tea time in bangkok i'll share some experience around that what happened to me but i can very well empathize right now the delhi weather is not easy and uh, having a tea time right at 11 and 12 will be grueling for you for sure it's interesting uh, whenever i go out on the course the only people i see are the older members which is pretty crazy these guys are like 80 90 years old and they're always playing you know mid day 12 o'clock they're out on the course so there's something about the game i guess oh sure meaning uh, uh, i play very i've played couple of times in bombay uh the bombay jamkhana club uh and i can tell you the energy which people have and the best part of golf is uh it doesn't require any age anybody can play uh you need to know how to play otherwise it can cause serious harm to you uh for sure uh but uh yeah anybody can play at any age if they've got the physique and if they've got the practice right yeah okay. um It's also a great way to uh, bond with other people. I guess that's why it's a very famous corporate sport. Yeah, I'm aware that there are some biggest deals which happen on the golf course uh, for everyone. Uh, but you don't play golf for uh, 
cra cracking business deals. You pay because it's your passion. Uh, you play it because you started young. So let's get started, and we, I'm sure there will be people joining in, and people would love to come in and be part of this show. So hello, everyone. Uh, thank you for joining in. Uh, I know we are still waiting for people to come in, but nevertheless, we'll get started. Uh, this is the Asian Digital Supermovers Club in partnership with Masters Decoded Podcast, which I run personally. Uh, and uh, today we have Shubham, who's going to be joining us. Uh, just a little bit background about Shubham. He recently won a Child Prodigy Award in 2020. Uh, he's also featured in Satyama Vijayate Amir Khan show, where as a youngster, how he's been able to overcome all the barriers, all the challenges uh, to pursue his dream in golf. We'll share a little bit about how he got started in golfing, what got him there, and how he's been overcoming everything which has come along his way. There are some amazing and great news, which I'm sure he will be happy to share with many of us. Uh, I'm pretty excited about him, about his career, where things are progressing. Uh, so Shubham, welcome. Thanking for taking time out on a rest day for you. I, I got disconnected for a moment. Not a problem, Shubham. Uh, thank you, Pritish, for joining in. Uh, Pr Shubham, meet Pritish. He's one of the co-founders of uh, the Asian Digital Supermovers. I'm sure, uh, I don't know if Pritish plays golf, but I'm sure he would love to hear your golfing stories. Yeah, thanks, Anish. Welcome, Subham. Uh, sorry, I have uh, no experience with golf. Uh, I just went to one, one session and um, that's, that was it. And that was actually an event and it was around golfing. So, but uh, love to hear your story and congratulations for all the success and best of luck for the future. Hi, hi, Pritish. Uh, thank you very much. Uh, I really look forward to the talk and uh, I appreciate appreciate it. Thank you. So Shubham, uh, for everyone, and I'm sure Pratish uh, would be hearing you for the first time, you want to share a little bit background about what got you started to golfing and how did that journey start? I know you've recited this story many times to many people, to me as well. Uh, and you've done this in your Satmeve Jayate show with Amir Khan too. Uh, you want to share to, for everyone who's come in today to listen to you, how you got started? Definitely. Um, so I come from a family of wrestlers. Um, my village is about 20 kilometers west of Panipat called Israna. And um, you know, it was choosing golf was uh, not something that any of us had planned. Uh, to this day, maybe five people know about golf in my village and that's only through me. So, um, when I was about six years old, uh, NRI opened a golf academy just outside my village. Um, his plan was to introduce golf in, at the grassroots levels. And um, so, my grandfather was the one who enrolled me into that academy. Um, the whole premise of that was, you know, there's a quote-unquote new sport in the village. And... Um, yeah, it was worth giving it a shot. And if it didn't work out, we could always sort of fall back on to wrestling. Um, the academy shut down in like two months, I believe, because earlier uh, they didn't charge charge a lot of money for the people to come in. But later on, as we all realized how expensive golf can be, uh, all of us naturally backed out. 
but when the academy was about to shut down the nri uh, mr kapoor singh he was in town and he had a chat with my dad he thought that i had a lot of natural talent and that i should continue playing the sport so um, you know my my father and my family thought about it uh, none of us knew anything about the sport but um, we decided to take his advice and i'm glad we did um, he gave me some hand me down clubs initially a few contacts so that i could get in touch with people and uh, the nearest golf course was about 2 hours away 3 hours away in karnal which is where we'd go on the weekends to practice and otherwise i'd just you know find farming fields we had a college nearby that had like 100 to 200 yards of uh, open ground where i'd practice golf and um, when the academy shut down the coaches went away as well so i uh, had to use youtube or uh, tips from the people i met at the golf club uh, who were not great golfers but um, you know for me starting out that that was all i could get and yeah that's how that's how golf was introduced and from that humble beginning shubham to you catching a plane to united states to get into a university in florida to be representing that university starting in 10 days is that correct congratulations as well the beans to everyone uh so you are taking a flight on july 22nd is that correct yeah that's right uh, i'll be going to the university of south florida to division 1 golf program and uh, so i'll be enrolled in the undergraduate program there for people who don't know much about the university of south florida do you want to share like who all have come out from playing in the university and specifically this uh, uni, uni as about, well um you know 80 90% of the golfers that are on the pga tour which is the most competitive tour out there have come from uh, division 1 universities um there are a lot of good universities in florida it's a very popular golfing town because of the weather uh, the world number one brooks kepka his brother chase kepka went to the same university as me uh, and a number of pga tour players and pga tour winners have come out of this university and um, a number of really good players uh, like tiger woods who who I'm sure if you would know um, you know phil mickelson and other great golfers have come out of uh, similar universities division 1 programs and um, that's my goal as well i think uh, playing golf in the us in college gives us a very competitive environment uh, and that's where i think we usually improve the most so yeah looking forward to that quite a lot now you've shared this with me in the past uh shubham correct me when you started playing golf your communication skills were also uh you you were finding it difficult to communicate well in english is that correct yes yes that's correct and uh people around you who've coached you have worked with you to ensure that you are able to communicate how how does that feel like you know you were playing in the fields playing on concrete patches to practice your putting or practice your swing to actually going to one of the top universities in the united states to uh, 
be rep- probably representing the university pretty soon it's it's been a long journey and um, you know i always say this golf is a individual sport but to have any sort of success in any aspect of your life you do need a team of really strong uh, really good a good team around you to support you and um, that's where i really feel lucky and blessed i've had some great people that have surrounded me that have given me great advice uh, so i'm part of the golf foundation which is founded by mr amit luthra he's a arjun awardee himself and um, my current coach nonita lal kureshi she was a head scout for the foundation a few years back and um, so she got to know about me when i was playing some junior events uh, i was pretty much winning all all the events i was playing so she paid a visit to my village and she talked to my family and uh, the foundation offered to move us to delhi so that i could get access to education but most importantly golf and um, you know that time was pretty difficult for my family because we didn't really have any guarantees of success at that point a uh, few junior events that i'd won here and there but uh, nothing that would guarantee success so my parents showed a lot of trust and belief in in me and my dreams and decided to relocate here to delhi and um, yeah i've uh, i've like i said been blessed to have amazing people around me uh, amit sir got into got me into the lakshman public school uh, where you know initially i didn't know how to speak english at all but um, you know the principal uh, made sure i got regular english lessons which were extra classes and uh, yeah throughout that journey in about a year or two i was able to uh, speak and understand english and uh, now i've given a ted talk so i guess i've improved you know it's always fascinating to keep uh, keep hearing you uh, shubham uh, pratish uh, you know before we proceed should we just quickly reset the room and then we can proceed and ask more fascinating questions to shubham sure so thanks everybody who has joined in um uh, we are the asian digital supermovers club um we uh, that is mushir monica me and anish hold uh, ama's with who we call uh, oga asian experts uh, founders builders investors as well as sports personalities such as shubham um uh, on a weekly basis and our objective with the club is very simple is that we bring in really uh individuals such as shubham and others uh for ama's for an interaction of the body of work what they have done and how they have got across and everybody who's a club member such as you who's joined in to interact with those individuals share your perspectives ask any questions so just to do that uh, and to be aware of our next ama's as we build them do follow the asian digital superbowls club uh, just click on the greenhouse icon on the top and follow the club and you would also know the future ams that are taking place and then definitely follow the moderators and uh, shubham so that when similar conversations happen you can join in and participate through a notification so back to you anish thank you pratesh and we'll open the hand raising pretty soon for people who would love to interact with uh shubham or get to know about his golfing career uh which is just getting started i would put it but shubham you won an 
junior world golf championship pretty early on, which was in 2015. Uh, you've participated on it much before, uh, but you really won the junior world golf championship in 2015. Uh, you know, and at that time also, there were things which were not uh, in a very structured way where things are today. You know, you having the support and the ecosystem around you. You know, how easy was winning that golf championship which you did in um, 2015? Playing in the world championships uh, was always something that me and my coach had discussed. Um, firstly, getting the visa was uh, very difficult itself. Uh, it was rejected twice. Um, you know, we had to really fight for that. Uh, and the foundation again helped me out. We somehow got the visa. And when I played there for the first time, um, you know, communicating with others and, uh, you know, handling the traveling, immigration, all of that was difficult. Uh, but when it came to the tournaments, uh, you know, after my first event, I really felt that I wasn't very far off from the level of those golfers. So I just got an extra boost of sort of motivation, knowing that I was on the right path and uh, that I could, if, if I could improve a little bit, and, um, you know, I could really win, uh, especially on that international stage. So I came back. I was, like I said, winning junior events here in India. But, um, yeah, I worked on my game, worked with my coach. Um, I was able to figure out what was lacking in my game. And um, in 2015, I, um, yeah, I won the world championship and I've done that four times now. And um, after that, I started traveling to Europe to play in the European Junior Championship, which I won twice as well. Shubham, you're just 17 right now, and you still have a lot to come across. Uh, and I'm sure you've been asked this question. Uh, you know, you had angels, you had main mentors who came your way and were able to guide you. Uh, but for people who may not get mentors, who may not get these angels coming their way, uh, how do they go against the wind? How do they uh, fight their way out to make something happen um, for themselves? I believe the times that we live in uh, were quite lucky because personalization is uh, you know, given great importance. Um, we're coming out of the industrialization age where everything was pretty much moderated. We were supposed to live that nine to five life. But uh, today we have the opportunity where the playing field is much fair. Um, obviously, there's there's nothing, uh, you know, we can't make everything fair. But um, I believe if we can tap into our own passions and what really gives us fulfillment, that we can really start to achieve success. Because, um, you know, I've been lucky enough to... Uh, be around some successful people. Uh, like I said, golf is a corporate sport. So uh, I've met people from uh, very different backgrounds, uh, people who've had success. Uh, I've noticed in my conversations and in my own uh, little success that I've had is uh, you know, success wasn't something that I would get after achieving a goal. Um, you know, obviously, I had to learn this uh, over many, many mistakes. But, um, you know, the idea that we think, you know, after getting that job or after completing this project that we'll get 
happiness or fulfillment is uh, quite flawed i believe so going against the wind for me just represents trying to uh, strive for fulfillment uh, and for me that that comes from golf when i'm when i'm on the golf course uh, and not only from practice but mainly from competing that's what excites me the most and um, you know that's why uh, you know i've had some people raise questions about me having all these interviews and being in the press uh, and like i said i had great mentors but that never really affected me because um, you know at the end of the day it was still golf um, and every day whether i had to wake up at 5 to travel very early or i had to put in two practice sessions it never really bothered me because um, you know i always look forward to it so finding our passion uh, finding things that we naturally gravitate towards and uh, doing that instead of sort of following the cookie cutter mindset is is what really brings fulfillment at leave uh, and i may be completely wrong but yeah that's that's what i've learned so far shubham you know what do you few things you mentioned you know golf is a very interesting game where nobody can call them really uh, you know masters yes there are masters who really excelled in the game i would use the word excelled rather than achieved bigger heights there are you know bet, better people coming every day and better goals being set every day and it's an unforgiving game and when i say that i've personally experienced it many times uh you know you would feel that you're getting into the game you you knowing what you're doing and the game can completely turn on you uh and you may be having a bad day bad week bad month or bad year uh and how do you play that because it's not an easy sport golf if people may think okay it's a stick and it's a ball how difficult it is to hit uh and usually indians would say okay we know, we know how to play cricket it's easier to play golf as well what's your perspective on the game itself and what the game has it's, taught you golf i believe is arguably the toughest sport out there because um we initiate every action you know in most of the other sports cricket for example we're reacting to a changing environment um in golf you initiate everything which um puts a lot of pressure on the person you know when we're reacting to things it's much easier to you know let go of pressure and just sort of react intuitively and um, on top of that we have all the time to think in the world and um, especially in competition uh, you know not a lot of positive thoughts come to our mind when we're competing so having all that extra time you know one round lasts about 4 to 5 hours and um, and we have to initiate everything and we have a lot of spectators who follow the big events so that's what really makes it difficult and um, you know i've had days you know talking to my fellow friends uh, professionals people who i look up to we can do everything right on on a day you know uh, we prepare correctly our technique is on point uh, you know our mental game is strong we prepared well and things still don't go away so that really um i think puts a lot of pressure on the person because um, the game is very difficult and it can get away from you very quickly so um and it can also change in 
uh, in a matter of minutes, just one conversation, a thought that comes to your mind. Uh, you know, I've known people who've struggled for two, three, four years and suddenly the game turns around and the opposite happens as well. So it's, it's a very tricky game. It's very difficult. Um, but uh, it teaches you a lot of lessons, a lot of lessons related to life as well. Um, I guess that's why we call it the game closest to life. Before I proceed, Pritish, any thoughts for Shubham? Or you want to share or get your perspective? Yeah, a few actually. Though again, please do keep in mind, <laughs> golf is not a strength of mine. Um, but a few things, uh, Shubham, I think I have a, probably a set of questions just you for you as an individual and then other things that I've observed um, with other players and obviously like to get your perspective. One is uh, you are definitely on a fast track and uh, there, is this, there is a part of talent, uh, a gift that you have and obviously your hard work that you put in that has been recognized and you're, you're progressing with that and you're doing well. How do you deal with situations where you haven't done well? Uh, or as you mentioned, right, this game can really start moving away from you very fast. And if that happens and you would have been in those situations, how do you deal with that and try to change the sides of the table? Second, um, I used to, back in the day, work for a company called Accenture. And that time, we had uh, Tiger uh, as our brand ambassador. And then the scandal happened. Uh, and he went through that and he came back. What are your views about his second life in the in the game? Was he different? Was he better? Uh, how have you seen that progress happening in somebody who went through that turmoil and has got back to the game? And my third question is, I'm very fascinated by uh, the game whenever I've seen it on television, is that uh, there are usually two golfers going around uh, playing the game, right? There is another person. Uh, what kind of a relationship uh, do you hold when you are actually playing with another golfer along with you? I'm sure you get to exchange a lot of uh, conversations, probably what went right, what went wrong. Uh, so how does that pan out? And I, I know that uh, the person who carries your bag, I'm sorry, I'm not getting the term. I forgot the term. Caddy. Uh, caddy, yes. Thank you very much. Uh, is somebody who you have a long-term relationship or you work with them and they know uh, a lot about your game. So can you just highlight on these few right, points? Um, so the first question, uh, you're right, golf does get away from you very quickly. Um, and in those moments, um, the only thing I've realized is uh, those negative thoughts are very natural. Uh, humans, just as a species, are you know, we have a negative bias and that's what's allowed us to survive for these years. And um, the problem with modern culture is that, sports culture at least, is that um, we, you know, we really hammer down the idea that we have to think positively all the time, which is just not possible. Um, you know, I have a friend um, and I had a chat with him, very uh, intellectual person. And um, the first thing he told me is, um, no, if I tell you to not have negative thoughts, the only thing that does is create more negative thoughts. If I tell you not to think of a white elephant, what is the first thing that happens in your mind? You think of a white elephant. So just becoming uh, more aware and accepting the fact that you're doing everything you can and things are still not working out, 
and that's where um, you know a lot of people sort of fall away and uh, sort of give up the game and uh, that's i've seen that in different aspects of life as well uh, when you truly don't care about what you're doing what your profession is when you don't take pride in that uh, that's that's where in such moments you tend to give up very easily um, and you know people blame willpower or being disciplined for that but um, i also feel that finding what you really care about or take pride in doing such work also plays a big part in that so uh, not be lying if i if i said i didn't think about quitting golf on many various occasions uh, but um, you know you always get over that it's just a phase uh, you know that the game can get very difficult even when you're doing things right so um, it's and it's completely normal to have those thoughts so um, yeah just having a good understanding of um, the fact that it's normal everybody has those thoughts and moving on is i feel what's helped me the most and um, the second question about tiger um, i think you know he is arguably the uh, greatest example of of an athlete we have who's overcome so much you know not only on the course but off the course um, you know people don't really change their technique much in golf especially when they're having success but this is a guy who changed his coach thrice at the peak of his career and made big big adjustments to his game and still remained uh, you know still was very dominant uh, although i believe that his first coach butch harman uh, the swing that he had the technique that he had during uh, you know 2000 1999 around that period if he still had that coach i don't think uh, anybody could ever come close to him to this day but the fact that he did change coaches and did change his technique and uh, like you mentioned the scandal um, yeah so the things of the course how um, he was able to manage all of that i mean we still don't have a lot of clarity about what actually happened you know hbo has a series out on him uh, and i think they have a bit of a negative sort of outlook on it uh, there have been a few books public books um, by some reporters i believe and um, we don't exactly know what's true what's not but the fact that he was able to overcome all of that plus his injuries um, i don't know how many operations he's had but the fact that he's been able to overcome all of that and he's still able to compete at such a high level to this day um is very very impressive i mean the mental toughness that person has is just unbelievable and um the third question um so when we're playing we usually paired with two or three other people but in bigger tournaments uh, it's only like three people in one group uh so the caddy the person who carries our bag we usually have a more intimate relationship with them where they really understand our game but not only that also how we think what what we like hearing what we don't like hearing you know every person is different that way so it's not usually about who's the most qualified but more importance is usually given to how well uh, the player and the caddy can connect um, you know jordan speeth who is uh, who is the world number one golfer for a very long time lately uh his caddy is a math teacher who's who was his friend 
didn't know much about golf, but they had a great relationship. Um, same with Rory McIlroy. Uh, he dropped his longtime caddy and uh, his best friend uh, from Ireland, which is his uh, home country. He, um, he's the guy who's caddying for him and they won major championships together. So that relationship um, is a bit tricky and um, skill is not uh, the main sort of requirement, I guess. As uh, far as the other people are concerned in the group, um, it really depends on how well you gel with them. Um, we always talk about the weather, traveling, the golf course itself, you know, new news about what's happening on the tour. But uh, apart from that, if you're paired with friends, then you have a great time out on the course. But, um, you know, there are certain people that you don't like on the tour, which is, I think, common to every field. But, yeah, those people, the round gets a bit difficult. Uh, we only talk as much as we need to and uh, sort of focus on our game. Does that sure. cover? Yes, absolutely. Yeah. I, I have follow-up questions as well. So, one thing, I'm still hopeful that I can become a caddy, uh, which is great. Yes. <laughs> um, uh, second is, I think you touched upon a great point and um, I have followed cricket a lot. Um, and uh, I think what has, one thing that I've always thought of is that not every, but every, there are a lot of athletes in all sports start off um, training and giving in the hours um, and do make it to Ranji or to some national level. But then they, at some point, realize that probably they are not probably going to be at the top of the game and not everybody can probably achieve the growth and success that you have or certain Delgar has or Saurav Ganguly has, right? Uh, but they do land up playing competitively. So when these kind of failures do happen or you make mistakes, um, how do you build your self-confidence back in saying that I am built for this game and I need to keep playing? Uh, are there any kind of uh, tangible uh, stats you look at or it's uh, just a personal uh, mental strength and the environment you, you stay I guess in? it comes back to what I was saying earlier. Um, you know, it's only natural that such things will happen at some point, uh, probably very often. But um, you know, in such moments, uh, it actually makes, gives you a lot of clarity. Um, you know, we all feel bad about things, you know, when they don't go our way, but um, the thought of just giving it all up completely never has really occurred to me. Um, and, you know, for other things like working out or studies, like that thought has come to my mind and I've acted on that, you know, be it my final exams coming up and, you know, I just felt there's too much syllabus to cover. I've had moments where I was like, you know, screw it, I'm just... I'll just, you know, see how it goes and uh, I'm not going to study. Or, uh, you know, when I'm working out and I'm really not feeling comfortable and I need to push myself, but I just can't convince myself to do it. And I've had moments where I've given up. But uh, in golf, that thought never really, you know, it comes to my mind, but I've never acted on it. So, um, yeah, I think those moments give you clarity on whether you are on the right path or not. Um, and it's not even about success. I'm sure you will agree to the fact that there are plenty of successful people who are not at all happy with what they do. And um, yeah, so 
such moments give us clarity for me at least that's been the case and i'd love to hear what you what you think about that so i completely agree with you i think most successful people are not really happy with themselves very few very handful people really realize the gift that they have got Uh, the hard work they have done and that has repaid them in multiple folds and they can appreciate it i think most of us um, uh, think about whatever we have got is is not as much we would have put in so i think uh, i think appreciation goes a long way uh, in being in a good mental state especially when you are really not uh, at the key part of your game at the same time whenever you are uh, you are you get an extra boost i think the other one other part uh before i hand it back to uh, anish um you uh, you mentioned about um changing your swing right and uh, to my understanding whatever little i understand about golf swing is a very key part um of the game and and it is key to understand how a golfer like uh tiger woods um would definitely how, how do you think he would have sort of actually thinking of changing his game uh, or his swing and change it three times uh, given the risk what that was associated uh, what would have been in his mind and if if that's something that you you have you would have thought about and the second is you mentioned uh, well now that i have more in depth understanding about your career I am rooting, and I'm sure Anish, uh, Anis, and everybody else is rooting that you become the world champion, and potentially uh, we have probably an Indian as a world champion. I don't know if there was. I think the Geet Sethi, uh, if I've got it right from my memory, was probably the most prominent uh, Indian origin golfer. If if I've got it right, could become. I think uh, you're talking about Vijay Singh. Uh, yes. From the Fiji yes. Islands. Yes. Uh, so yes. He's an Indian origin guy. Um, But apart from that, Jeev Milka Singh uh, is probably the best Indian golfer that's ever played on the tour. Uh, we all know his father, uh, Mr. Milka Singh, just passed away a few days back. Um, but yeah, um, you know about Tiger. That's that's why I, you know, I'm so fascinated by his career and his mindset. His that when he came out on tour, he was literally dominating the tour. It was the first time that anybody had seen such a talent, and the fact that even then he was not satisfied with where his game was, and that he still felt the need to improve, and still believed that he could get even better, and was just out looking for ways to get better, is is what's so amazing. And um, not just that, but changing his technique and then working so hard at it. It is very difficult to do. Um, you know, it takes hours and hours of practice. But um, the most difficult part is to trust it in competition. So for him to have changed his technique at the peak of his career and maintained his form uh, is what is what the real um, you know that's what really amazes me. So yeah, that's that's exactly uh, why I'm so fascinated by his career. Thanks Pritish some amazing questions are uh, and Shubham some amazing responses uh you know I'll just share a funny story uh you know I actually have two of them 
The second one is not that promising for me, uh, for everyone to hear. But the first one is, uh, you know, we had a company's offsite, and our CEO said, you know, let's go ahead. And we were in a, we were in Bangkok, and we were staying in a golf resort. Uh, so we said it's an amazing 18-hole golf resort. Let's go ahead and uh, book a tea time. So we said okay, and uh, he had uh, coaxed me to get coached. So I did get coached. Five times, I would say, I'd gone to a coach, his own coach, uh, in Bombay, and uh, I also uh, did play some games with him and few other colleagues in Bombay. So I was like, okay, I'm confident I can hit the ball. Uh, you know, I can uh, and do well. He just said that you know this resort and this golfing course has many. Uh, you know, water bodies, and you have to be careful. They won't end up losing many balls because then it's going to be just uh, uh, because, you know, the course is big and then we'll have to go and keep buying uh, the balls back and again. So I said, yeah, don't worry. If that happens and we're playing for fun, not really, uh, uh, you know, not really uh, playing it for any money or profession, you know, I'll, I'll probably skip it if I'm not confident on those water bodies. Uh, so we go ahead and book a tea time. Unfortunately, it was overbooked. So we only got a tea time of like 12 o'clock in the afternoon. And Bangkok weather is unforgiving, for sure. Uh, and, uh, you know, interestingly, in go uh, Bang Bangkok, the, the actual you, the process is that you need to have a caddy. Uh, and, you know, we were all young people. I mean, I say young, we were, you know, we were saying, yeah, yeah we can easily walk it out. We don't need a buggy, uh, the buggies. We have caddies who will be along with us. And these are women, uh, you know, completely dressed from top, uh, from head to down with full sleeves. And, you know, we were just wondering how can they bear the heat? It's so hot and they're just completely dressed up and they're going to carry these big golf clubs along and they would not allow us to, carried along, we were feeling a little awkward to let them carry, but we had to do that. So we said, okay, let's just get over it. After the seventh round, uh, not round, but after the seventh hole, all of us were toasted because of the heat. It was so bad. And eighth round, I just couldn't take it. You know, my shots were all over the place and I was like, I can't take this. The heat has got into my head. I just walked back to my room and literally my body was fuming heat out. I had to sit in a bathtub for at least two hours, let that heat out of my body. It was that bad. So that is a fun uh, experience which I have had on a golf course. Um, and we had signed up for 18. Imagine we didn't even survive. And later on, I knew, uh, came, come to know that my colleagues and even our CEO just ended the game on the 11th one. Uh, and on the second one, and we are talking about this, the the mental piece and, you know, how do you ensure that negativity is not there? Uh, as we were talking, this game can be brutal and you can really hurt yourself, which people don't realize. I know people have had concussions because the ball has come back and hit their head and many other things. I literally twisted my ankle and I have uh, been scared to get back and playing golf because I, re you know, when I went to a green just to putt balls and just to practice my swing, I didn't have the right mental state to do that. I was, you know, uh, agitated from work and all of that. And I said, okay, I need to go and just get my frustration out. It's not a game that you can get your frustration out. And it really got me and uh, twisted my ankle. And that really hurt me for many, many uh, months. And I have never stepped back to play golfing again because of that.
I know Shubham, if something has like that happened to you where you know you've tried to not be in that state, uh, but yeah, or have heard stories that people have hurt themselves because of not being in that right mental or the physical state which they yeah. need to. Yeah, uh, I remember you told me that story uh, when we did the Masters Decoded podcast, and uh, I don't know if I told you, but uh, when I started out in the academy. Um, so the one that that was just outside my village, um, I was there practicing, and um, so they laid down mats from where we could hit golf balls. So um, all the kids were there. There was a person right next to me, and we were hitting balls. So I hit a shot, and I went down to pick up another ball, teed up, and hit it again. So as I was going down, the person in front of me took a swing back and his club the club head um, which is of iron it hit me on the forehead and i started bleeding immediately i had to get like five six stitches uh, i was rushed to the hospital uh, it wasn't very serious i mean i ended up going for practice the next day but uh, funnily enough the guy in front of me his name was shubham as well uh, i'm still friends with him to this day very interesting, Shubham. Uh, Rohan, Mukesh, you all have been listening patiently. Uh, if you want to come up on the stage, raise your hand and we'll get you on. Uh, you know, and want to get your perspectives or get anything answered from Shubham. All right, Rohan, bringing you on. Yeah, uh, what's the cost required to play golf as a professional or as just as an amateur? And... Uh, do you get 100% scholarship uh, while studying in the U.S. universities? Um, the cost for playing amateur golf um, is not as much as professional golf because, um, you know, when you're professional, the entry fees is much more. Uh, you have a caddy, as we mentioned, who travels with you. Um, so, for playing in one event, I'd say it costs about thirty to 50000 if it's outside your state in India. and um, But it's, it varies a lot. Since I'm in the foundation, uh, most of my costs are covered by the foundation. And I am on the Indian team, so we have had international trips. So, like I went to Australia last year, and that was all taken care of by the Indian government. So, for professionals, uh, the cost is a bit more, about fifty to 60,000 rupees uh, per event. But professionals get paid for uh, playing. So if they win the event, they end up earning maybe 10 lakh rupees for that event, say, in India. Um, and the biggest events, you know, the US Open Championship, which happened about two, three weeks back, the winner took home, I believe, uh, 13, 14 crore rupees. So, um, you know, the scale is very big, but talking on the Indian level, that's what the costs are. For university... Um, I got, uh, I will be on a 100% scholarship, but that's very rare. Uh, and that's not all golf. So since my grades were very good in school, I will get a partial about 30% scholarship based on my studies and then 70% for golf. Um, and uh, getting into a good university and getting that much scholarship is very difficult, but it's very much possible. Um, you know, if I chose to go to a, say a mediocre university whose team wasn't very strong um, then yeah getting a 100% scholarship is possible 
but again you have to be a good player does that answer your question rohan yes yes shubham what are your thoughts uh, first few thoughts i know you've traveled to us you've traveled internationally but uh, studying there and being there for many years to come what are some Im- immediate thoughts and what are those mental preparation uh, which is going it on in your mind it will be the first time that uh, i'm going to be completely by myself so i'm really looking forward to that freedom uh, the facilities i'll get uh, you know that's that's something that i'm really looking forward to uh, having access to hitting balls or practicing or going out on the golf course whenever you feel like uh, is very exciting but you know like i said the australian trip i went with our indian team manager and i thoroughly enjoyed that so i'm really looking forward to the freedom um, now i'm sure i'll have a few lessons on how to cook and how to do laundry but uh, once i get that out of the way uh, from what i've heard from my friends and from my mentors uh, they've all said it's going to be a great learning experience and um, you know the main reason i'm going there is for golf so there's a men's competition um, not just in collegiate events but also within my team uh, every team has about 8 or 9 players and only 4 or 5 of them go to a event so before every event at my home college i'll have to compete with others on the team to make it to the event so that's how competitive it is i'll have to really earn my spot every time i compete and i think that's going to be great for my game uh, you know competing and playing games that's that's the best way to improve um, there's quite a lot of research out on that lately um, you know where just practicing or just acquiring skills is not enough you have to consistently and uh, you know constantly compete with others preferably people who are better than you and um, yeah that's what I'm really looking forward to plus being in florida i think uh, is something exciting anyways Go ahead, Pratish. So, uh, Shubham, two questions. Okay. Uh, one is, I think, what has happened around uh, cricketing in terms of IPL, and this probably is happening with other sports in India as well. Uh, do you think that there is a scope? I'm sure there is a scope uh, for building local uh, franchising. kind of a game like IPL for golf do you think this is something that could be in could be done in the next few years something that one should consider uh, building up for the indian ecosystem so that more players come up uh, they get enough funding they get, uh, make enough revenue just within the indian ecosystem so that they can inspire other golfers of the future and that's one second that uh, you are as good in your studies as you are at golf what are some things that you actually learned while golfing or practicing that you actually use while studying or giving your examinations are there any things that you are able to uh, reuse in uh, in both the fields right. um, for golf um, i think you know there was an event that was sponsored by uh, louis philippe the clothing brand and they had a sort of a ipl format where teams from delhi mumbai competed against each other but i think that's really uh, suited for a team sport 
टू ग्रो गोल्फ इन इंडिया आई थिंक वोट वी रियली नीड पब्लिक गोल्फ कोर्सेज पब्लिक ड्राइविंग रेंजेस यू नो दैट समथिंग दैट वी लैक टू प्ले गोल्फ यू नीड अ मेम्बरशिप एट अ प्रेटी डिसेंट गोल्फ कोर्स टू यू नो जस्ट हिट फाइव यू नो फिफ्टी हंड्रेड बॉल्स जस्ट टू प्रैक्टिस यू नीड टू पे अवर फाइव हंड्रेड सिक्स हंड्रेड बक्स विच इज नॉट अ फेयर प्राइस and that's where uh, i feel america and other european countries are ahead of us because they have so many public ranges especially america which is the hub for golf um you know cricket is so famous here in india only because it's so accessible every other kid has a bat and a ball and uh, you can just grab his friends and go play and if we could make that possible for golf where a kid could just you know have his group of friends out on to a driving range or a golf course and just hire you know rent out clubs rent out a few golf balls and just play around i think that's what can really help grow the game and um, you know in terms of learning things from golf and things that i could apply to my life was um, you know i think i briefly touched upon all of these earlier where just sort of accepting the fact that you're going to have negative thoughts or that you're going to get down on yourself and that bad things are going to happen even when you try just sort of becoming aware of that i think that that's when it sort of loses power and uh, you know it's not very applicable in studies because you know when you study well and you work out for your exam you usually get good results um but yeah just knowing that there's a process and deriving happiness and pleasure and fulfillment from that process is the best thing you can do i believe uh, you know not making happiness or success something that you achieve at a certain point because what really happens is you think oh i'm going to achieve this goal or that i'm going to finish this amazing project and then i'll be happy and then when you do it you're back to square one and then you're like looking for the next thing to do um so instead of that just finding uh happiness in whatever you're doing in that process um you're just being fulfilled by that whole process is what really uh, is good for you in the long run i mean you can fight it out you can muster your way through a few workouts through a few exams through a few months of you know hard work at the office but uh, it's not a long lasting approach and um, that's the same point that we discussed like i know quite a few people who are very successful in their field um but they don't enjoy their work you know when they're playing golf and they're cursing at their buddies and just laughing hysterically that's when they're enjoying themselves you know the moment that they realize that they have to get back to work the next day you know they're just dreading it so that's that's i think we should learn about that that success is um not something that you'll achieve and then happiness comes from it if that makes sense yes it does thank you cool so uh, your thoughts anish no shubham uh, shubham meaning i i don't know meaning at this age which you are at to coaches and mentors i would use that word is just profound uh you know and i know uh we are almost on an hour and it doesn't feel like we've completed an hour with you i meaning i would love to keep going because i but i know 
that you have practice and you have things to do. Uh, but I really am sure from Asian Digital Supermovers and you know all of us, we would love to thank you for your time uh, and uh, coming on and speaking to us. Uh, it's been a great conversation. Uh, Pratish, I don't know if you have some words to share with Shubham before we close the room. Uh, uh, I, I think uh, it was a pleasure uh, listening to you and obviously there's so many learnings there. So at the same time, best of luck. I'm really excited for you uh, going to Florida. I have lived in a hostel. I've loved that experience. I have lived outside as well. So it's going to be an amazing uh, journey. Uh, you just need to keep your focus, which you will for sure. And uh, look forward to all your success and reading about you and seeing you in interviews and hopefully someday meet you as well. Thank you, plan. thank you guys. Uh, it was a pleasure to come on. Uh, I, I love to talk. And um, you know, even our last podcast so, was amazing. Um, you know, same for myself. I, I don't know when the hour passed away. So it was completely my pleasure. Thank you very much. Thank you, Shubham, uh, for your time. It's been an absolute pleasure. And frankly speaking, it's a pleasure to meet somebody representing Great. India. So we will close the room in 10 seconds. Thanks, Shubham. Anish? Anish, sorry. No, that's okay. Pratish, I would just say to Shubham that it's been an absolute pleasure to speak to somebody who's representing India. Uh, so, Shubham, keep doing what you're doing and uh, keep na uh, keep the name of India uh, soaring high in everything Thank that you, you do. Thank you, guys. Appreciate that. Take care. Have a safe day and best of luck with your flight Thank on you. 22nd. Thank you for listening in. And we close yet another episode of Masters Decoded. If you've enjoyed the episode, please, you can help us out by sharing it on social media. I would personally appreciate that. It's how we can reach more listeners, and the more listeners we have, the more awesome guests I can get in touch and convince to participate in these conversations. That are a joy to have for me, and I hope they are a joy for you to listen as well. You can also help a lot leaving reviews on iTunes or your podcast service of choice. Reviews are surprisingly helpful in supporting the podcast to get to more listeners. If this episode has intrigued you, I would request you to subscribe to the podcast to stay up to date and get notified to the future episodes. With that, I bid you and see you in the next episode.